MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. Hour two of VSIN Prime Time alongside Sean King, former Tulane whoop Green whoop. Wave great. With the Green Wave riding that wave back into the AP Top 25 for the first time since number 10 was dancing on the field to a 12 0 schedule in the Liberty Bowl Championship. I am Tim Murray. Got a big hour for you. We will talk to Eric Eager coming up in 15 minutes. We'll get his thoughts on the upcoming NFL week. We'll also chat with our good friend Devin Walker from MTV's The Challenge and Vegas Insider as the fifth inning, Sean, has come to a close, Mm -hmm. but not before the San Diego Padres plate five runs in the fifth. And anyone out there who had Phillies first five Mm -hmm. uh, has to be a little sick to their stomachs. A massive inning for the Padres and the Padres have taken now a three-run lead as they head to the sixth inning. Aaron Nola bounced from the game. His final line, four and two-thirds, six runs, seven hits, six strikeouts, no walks, did give up a pair of home runs, but a massive inning, and it started courtesy of Aaron Nola's younger brother, Austin Austin Nola, the catcher for the Padres. He started it with a RBI single. You happy? I'm feeling good. Just play the over. <laughs> Don't overthink it. Just play the over. Roll. Philly's bullpen and their defense was their Achilles heel throughout the regular season. Now they hit it some kind of way against the Cardinals and the Braves, but 
last night in the ninth, the defense, the bad defense started to show up, and now the bullpen has collapsed. So Padres and over, rest of the series. Still to come this hour, we have Astros and Yankees, game one. Justin Verlander yeah. against Jamison Tyon. Total of seven in that one, juice to the under. And depending on where you look, around a minus 180 money line bet there for the Houston Astros tonight. Yeah, Astros. Yeah, Tyon might not make it three innings. Then I feel like you should play Astros first five if, you, if that's the way you're thinking. Might already have. Oh, there you go. And uh, we do have a college football game coming up Yes, here. we do. Bottom of the hour, a little fun belt action down in Boone, North Carolina. It's as supposed to be chilly tonight. App State hosting Georgia State. And uh, some action coming in on Apps, or excuse me, on Georgia State. This line at some shops as low as eight and a half. All I know, Sean Elliott, six and one against the spread, last seven away games. The head guy there at Georgia State. So they travel well, but it is chilly in Boone. And uh, Sean Elliott, of course, Formerly on the App State staff. So a little, uh, I don't want to say revenge, but certainly an important game. Sun Belt game, App now, State hosting Georgia State. Now, Georgia State's in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and it does get cold there. It Not freezing, chilly. but it gets chilly. But this is the time of year when the Southern team, especially the ones in Florida, and we get off that plane, and it's high 40s. Man, high 40s feel like 10 degrees when you're coming from 75. That is true. Um so there you go. A little. I have no play on this game. Um, I guess I would follow the steam, as I'm sure Josh Applebaum talked about on his podcast this morning, but uh, no official play on this one. I like me. Georgia State in this game. I take the points. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's do what we do on most Wednesdays, and that is uh, fire through the NFL board briskly. Let's do it. And we'll start with Thursday Night Football. We try to keep the analysis to just 30 seconds. Quick thoughts on what we see midweek on the Week 7 NFL slate. New Orleans and Arizona, Michael Thomas ruled out a handful of other Saints dealing with injuries. A Thursday night game, a a 2.5-point spread in favor of the Arizona Cardinals with a total of 43.5, Sean. Uh, The return of Jameis Winston, and the Cardinals have added the great Robbie Anderson. So what could go wrong Thursday night? Another terrible matchup. I've said I'm going to fade the Cardinals at home, so I'm going Saints. But DeAndre Hopkins returning. He does. His debut, his season debut. But that they is. lose Hollywood Brown for what really turns out to be almost the rest of the regular season. He, The week he's supposed to come back, they're on a bye. Mm. All right, let's get to uh, Sunday's slate. We'll start with the Detroit Lions visiting the Dallas Cowboys. Will we see the return of Dak Prescott? We've got a total of 49, a spread of seven in favor of the home Dallas Cowboys. I actually like the Lions to cover this. Uh, they get Armand St. Brown back and DeAndre Swift. I, I, I like the Brian, I like the Lions. Lions have been good on offense. Dak's just getting back. Think he might be a little rusty. I do think it's a high scoring affair, but I like the I like the Lions to cover this number. How about this line, Sean? This is a Tim Murray special if I've ever seen one. The New York Football Giants and their five and one record are a. Underdog against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep, Jaguars laying three against the New York Giants. I will be on the Jags in this spot. Sean, what is your breakdown of G-Men and Jags? Well, I'm kind of torn because the Jags cost me a survivor by losing to the Texans, and the Giants knocked me out of survivor by beating the Ravens, so I don't care. But (laughs) I'm going to go with 
Giants. I just think the Giants, they got a rabbit foot somewhere in Brian Dayball's uh, whistle because they keep finding ways to win games where they lose every statistical category possible. Going Giants. All right, I am on the Jags late in the three. Uh, two and four team is a three-point favorite the again. against the Giants. Uh, that, is, uh, that is something uh, there. How about an AFC South showdown between the Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, depending on where you look, Titans lay in two and a half, including BetMGM, a total of 42 and a half. Good news today with Jonathan Taylor being at practice, Shaq Leonard being at practice, Naheem Hines a full participant, Sean Titans hosting the Colts. Yeah, Jay Simmons in that defense in front. I think they're going to get after Stafford. I think they're going to give Jonathan Taylor a rude welcome back. Uh, I like Titans coming off the bye. Only team, Sean, that is winning you money each and every week. Of course, the team we all predicted that would do that. The Atlanta Falcons, fresh off a win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or excuse me, San Francisco 49ers, I beg your pardon. Uh, they are catching six at the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday with a total of 47.5 at BetMGM. Yeah, I don't know when people are going to smarten up and learn, think you could have parlayed the Falcons and been up hundreds of thousands of dollars. Just <laughs> keep doubling your bet. I'm not going to. I'm going to ride with the Falcons. I think I had it wrong. I said I was going to fade them the first nine weeks before the season started. What I really meant was I'm going to back them. <laughs> so I'm taking Falcons in the points. All right, we go to Baltimore. Baltimore, uh, the only team, I believe, in the league to have a double-digit lead in all six games, yet they're 3-3. Three and three. Figure that one out. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are laying six against the Cleveland Browns, Sean, with a 45-and-a-half point total. Well, this is strictly a revenge situation. Uh, Baltimore knocked me out of Survivor, so I hope they lose every game the rest of the ceiling. I'm going with the Browns. All right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Sean, laying 11 on the road at the Carolina Panthers, a total of 40-and-a-half. Big old spread, low old total, Tampa at Carolina. Are we getting Sam Darnold? Is that the return of, of, of Darnold? I, I think, think it'll still be P.J. Walker, but uh, we will see. Yeah, I just don't think Tampa's got the motivation to cover these big numbers. So I'm going to go Panthers to backdoor this. Like game where Panthers are up or down 17 and they score a meaningless touchdown to lose by 10 late. Green Bay Packers, fresh off of back-to-back -back losses to the mighty teams from New Jersey. They head to an empty NFL stadium, the home of the Washington Commanders. The point spread, 5.5 at BetMGM in favor of the Green Bay Packers. And we are asking for it, we are hoping for it, the return of Taylor Heineke as the quarterback. Yeah, see, that's why I'm taking the Packers, because you're lying here on primetime. <laughs> I wanted Sam Howell, the best quarterback in this past draft, but they gave me Taylor Heineke. At some point, Green Bay's defense is going to show up. I think, why not this week? After watching what Washington was against the Bears last week, I'm going Green Bay to cover this number and kind of right the ship a little bit there in the state of Wisconsin. All right, the, the good old 4-2 and two New York Jets heading to Denver, Mile High City. They are an underdog to Mr. Unlimited and Russell Wilson. Yeah, I'm going Jets outright. I don't know why no one believes in the Jets. They keep doubting them. And then they keep acting like Russell's going to get it fixed. Listen, Russell's washed, but in his defense, and you got to look at his career through this prism. He's overachieved. He was a third-round pick. He wasn't supposed to be a starting quarterback in Seattle. They had just paid Matt Flynn all of that money, but he beat him out, and he went to two Super Bowls. He won one. Russell's overachieved. He's going to touch almost $400-something million. He got old. It happens. Jets win outright. 
Houston coming here to Las Vegas, Sean. They are a touchdown underdog to the Las Vegas Raiders coming off a bye. If the Raiders don't win and cover this game, they should forfeit the rest of the season. <laughs> I mean, there could not be more things in their favor than what's happening right now. They finally started to so show some explosive plays in the Broncos and the Chiefs game. They get a bye to get all the way healthy, get Darren Waller out of a hoodie on the sideline, into a helmet on the field. They're playing if not the worst, then one of the, the bottom three teams at home, like the Raiders should cover this number. Kansas City coming off a tough loss at home to the Buffalo Bills. They go to San Francisco where they are a short road favorite, laying three at BetMGM, two and a half in other spots. Yeah, I just say this, and I'm speaking to Andy Reid. God don't like ugly. Listen, 49ers outright. Seattle visiting the Los Angeles Chargers off of their thrilling 19-16 win on Monday Night Football. The Los Angeles Chargers laying six against Geno. Hey, you play with cover. Rush. You don't play with Geno, baby. I like Geno Smith in the six. You know, that controlled environment. DK Metcalf, uh, Aaron Lockett, those guys we run around. And we got a little Kenneth Walker, the third sight in there, Timmy. I like Seahawks to cover this number. Sunday Night Football, of course. Why wouldn't we have the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Miami Dolphins? Tua will be back. He's Laser focus, according to his coach. And Kenny Pickett was a full participant at practice today coming off of that concussion. Pittsburgh catching seven in South Beach. I like an over in this game, man. Come on, give me some Kenny Pickett and some Tua playing for his life. Come on, man. I like it. Points galore. Monday Night Football, you know what? Ah, we're running out of time to break down Chicago and New England. We'll get to that maybe. Let's just say we're going to take the Patriots. Yeah. 7-4, top of the sixth inning in San Diego. We just went through the whole Week 7 card. We talked some more NFL with our good friend Eric Eager next right here on VSIN Primetime. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is v Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on v the Sports Betting Network. If you're a college football better, v has a new podcast that is a must-listen. The v and that's V-S-I-N. College Football Betting Podcast releases three episodes every week to fully prepare you as a better. VEASAN's analysts, Tim Murray, Matt Newmans, Adam Burke, and Jonathan Von Tobel react to lines as soon as they are released, cover midweek games, discuss line movement, and give a betting breakdown for every major game on Saturdays. Download and subscribe to VEASAN's, that's V-S-I-N, College Football Betting Podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we're recording a new episode tomorrow, breaking down the Week 8 College Football card. That's Sean King. Man started Tulane, now the wave back in the top 25 for the first time since you were QBing down there in Nolens. I am Tim Murray, and our good friend Eric Eager joins us right now. Sumer Sports, check out their new show on YouTube. E, we appreciate you coming on. As always, you can follow Eric on Twitter, at Eric Eager underscore. Uh, real quickly, a little housekeeping. How many episodes a week and uh, where exactly can all the folks find the uh, new content coming out at Sumer Sports? Yeah, thanks. And, uh, the uh, Sumer Sports Show with Eric Eager and Thomas Dimitrov is every single Wednesday. Uh, YouTube, um, uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, basically anywhere you can get your podcast. But yeah, we're going to do about once a week. Uh, former NFL GM Thomas Dimitrov and me uh, talking all things NFL, gambling, things like that. Beautiful. Well, we will have to check it I out. I got a bone to pick with Eric. <laughs> now, we look forward to seeing your beautiful face. We don't want to just hear your voice. 
So from now on, you find somewhere with a camera, and I want to see you. Well, that's very flattering, Sean. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I just want to get into your content. That's that's more so what I... No, I, I want to give him a hard time. He's got data scientists on there. I want to see the white jacket and everything with the little pin in the pocket. That's my guy. I love seeing him in his little basement looking like he's playing like Call of Duty or something. Remember we had that conversation? I miss my guy. All right, let's, uh, let's get to Thursday Night Football, Eric. We got Cardinals... Hosting the New Orleans Saints, uh, the Saints continue to be a mass unit. A uh, whole list of players sidelined for this game. We see the return of DeAndre Hopkins. So Arizona right now, depending on where you look, laying two or two and a half with a total of 43 and a half. What jumps out at you about tomorrow night's game in Glendale? Yeah, I think it's one of those things where, you know, I'd be inclined to like New Orleans if they were a little healthier. Um, you know, first half New Orleans, if you look at the splits between how Arizona does in the first and second half, um, they're a team that has struggled uh, in, in the first half of games. So, you know, if anything, I would say, you know, New Orleans plays well, much like they did a week ago against the Bengals, plays well in the first half of the game. If they let up, it's going to be in the second half. Cliff and Kyler, you just can't lay points with those, those, those guys, even though they do get Robbie Anderson to go along with uh, DeAndre Hopkins coming back, that offense. Um, I, I just don't think they can block New Orleans up front. I just want to know what's the over-under on uh, the first third down that uh, Robbie's not in the game. <laughs> when, what quarter does he run up on uh, Cliff? <laughs> I can't wait. By the way, how big of a loss, Eric, at least uh, in your guys' eyes, is Hollywood Brown? He was actually having a really productive early part of the season for this Cardinals team. Yeah, it's really unfortunate because for him, it was going to be a big contract extension, right? He he came in over with the trade. He's a first-round pick. He has a fifth-year option. Um, but he was going to get a big contract uh, after this year. And, you know, unfortunately for him, I still think he'll get that big contract. I don't know if it'll be, you know, anywhere close to the market-setting rates, especially, you know, with, the, with being on the same roster as DeAndre Hopkins, who, has a mark, who had a market-setting rate at the time. Uh, but it's a big loss for them. He's a good all-around receiver, I know. He had the drops when he was at Baltimore, and he's had them a little bit with Arizona, but he's played really well. It is a big loss. And, and you, you look at the receivers that are left over, Rondale Moore, Greg Dorch, those two guys are in the bottom four in the NFL and average depth of target. He was the downfield player, and so the question becomes, can Robbie Anderson fill that role? Because Hopkins has mostly been an intermediate guy for the, for the Cardinals uh, for most of his career. So, you know, that's, that's really – they're going to put a lot on Robbie Anderson's shoulders. Maybe not – you know, tomorrow, but right, you know, they're, they're going to need him to be a downfield threat because this offense doesn't have one. You can follow Eric on Twitter at Eric under uh, at Eric eager underscore vice president of research and development at Sumer sports. And as he mentioned uh, every Wednesday on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your uh, podcasts, he and Tom- Thomas Dimitrov uh, giving you a breakdown. All right, let's jump to Sunday and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go to a game involving a team that, you know, very, very well, the Kansas city chiefs coming off, of a loss to the Buffalo Bills, 24-20 last week in Buffalo. They go on the road again to San Francisco, and they're laying some points here on the road, two and a half. Uh, We've got a total of 48 and a half out there in the Bay Area. Uh, What's your look on Chiefs and 49ers on Sunday afternoon? Yeah, I think, you know, when it was an expensive three, I think the Niners were probably the play. I think even with the total being lower than 50, you know, teasing the Niners out to eight and a half is a good one. You know, this is a, a you know, Chiefs defense that wants to play nickel. They want to get Willie Gay 
and and uh, Nick Bolton as their only two linebackers. The Niners are going to be a team that's going to go with tight ends and fullbacks and get you into four three. Uh, you know, and, and that's going to put players in conflict, uh, you know, for the Kansas City Chiefs that don't normally play in conflict. Guys like Leo Chanel and Darius Harris, backup linebackers, are going to be on the field. And, you know, the, you know, Chris Jones has been the highest graded player by pro football focus so far this year, but he's not a great run stuffer. Um, the, the Niners are, you know, if they get Trent Williams back, for example, I think we'll be able to move the football through the ground uh, against the Chiefs. The question becomes, can the Chiefs find it offensively the Niners other than last week have been a really good defense this year um, you know the Chiefs have struggled a little bit especially against man coverage uh, you know with the receivers on the outside with the absence of Tyree Hill Eric in that same time slot on Sunday so you have Kansas City San Francisco and then we have Seattle visiting the Los Angeles Chargers it's always interesting to look at the uh, the look ahead lines you know a week in advance on October 11th this game was opened Chargers laying seven and a half. It goes down. The week plays out. It's reposted seven. Gets about down to six and a half. And now we're sitting at some five and a halfs out there. Mostly sixes in favor of the Chargers, though. But it seems like some uh, backing in the betting market in favor of Seattle. So Seattle visiting the Chargers on Sunday afternoon. We've got a total of around 51 in this one. Yeah, I think, you know, when I got the call today from you guys about what which game I liked, I liked this at six and six and a half. I think five and a half, you know, I still like Seattle. I agree with where the sharp money's going. Like, it's really hard to bet against a team getting almost a full touchdown when they can move the ball as well as Seattle does. They, you know, they do a lot of the things. You know, the, the Chargers have great corners. They have great edge players. But you look at Seattle, they have great tackles. They, Abraham Lucas and uh, – you know, Charles Cross, two, you know, draft picks. And they have great receivers in Tyler Lockett and DJ PK Metcalf. Um, you know, Geno Smith has played wonderful football so far this year. And, you know, I think that they're going to be able to move the ball well enough uh, against the Chargers. And the Chargers are just a team that makes it a lot harder on themselves offensively than they really need to. And so to me, I think, like, you know, this is a very, like, you know, good place to back a team going against the Chargers team that probably won Monday night when they shouldn't have. You know, I'm interested. I can't. I know it's a, a off-season conversation, but I, I definitely want to get you on and talk through Iggy, Charles Cross, Evan Neal, and Smith down in Dallas, and and, and see how you guys graded out those four offensive uh, rookie offensive linemen. Yeah, for sure. Because you know, usually offensive linemen struggle early on. I know Andrew Thomas is a top ten player in terms of PFF WAR wins above replacement, but when he was a rookie, he was basically a replacement level player. So that's a position that, as you know, Sean, the the closer you are to the football, the harder it is to play as a rookie. And, in you know, so for Charles Cross to play that well as a rookie is a pretty impressive feat, and I think it bodes well for him, um, you know, in, in the future. But, like, you know, so far this year, you've seen, you know, a number of early career offensive linemen actually give, you know, pretty solid performances in the NFL, which is good because, you know, if you look at the quarterback position around the league, it's struggling. And, you know, the best way to sort of curb that is to have offensive line play that's, that's ascending in the league. Hey, Eric, I know this, uh, I don't know if this is a game that you have a play on, but I'm curious your thoughts because this is a spot where it just, it seems like, you know, uh, the odds makers are begging you to bet the five and one team. The Giants are five and one, and they're catching three down in Jacksonville. Uh, any thoughts on this game? It just, it seems like it's a, you know, your typical uh, spot where the public's going to look at that and say, you know, give me the five and one team. Yeah, for sure. And when you look at Jacksonville, they're two and four, but they, when you look at net success rate, Buffalo 
um, is the best in the NFL. Jacksonville is actually second. So I think that a lot of the Sharps are bet are keeping you know the Jacksonville Jaguars at a field goal favorite there. And to your point, Tim, I, I you know it, it's enticing. Like it's a public, very public dog in the Giants, and um, you know I, I can see liking that. I think the Giants are really good on offensive line. I think they're really good on defensive line, and that could carry them in a game where neither quarterback is amazing yet. Um, so yeah, I. I can't lay it with Jacksonville. If anything, I'll take it with the Giants. But uh, I do like look at that line and say, well, look, if, if the Giants are truly better than you know the, the betting markets believe they are, this, this number should be back to two and a half, and we simply haven't seen that all week. VP of Research and Development stuff, e. at Sumer Sports. Check out the show each and every Wednesday with Eric and Tom- Thomas Dimitrov there on YouTube. Thanks, Eric, as always. Thanks for having me, guys. Take care. It is V-SIN. Prime time. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to the best betting talent in the game. If you, have, if you haven't subscribed to it yet, VEASAN has a midseason offer to make you a smarter, better. Sign up now for 99 bucks and get VEASAN Pro Access all the way through the Super Bowl. You'll get everything VEASAN has to offer, including our 24-7 live shows and subscriber-only betting guides to college bowl season and the Super Bowl, all for less than the normal monthly rate. You can also get VEASAN's subscriber-only prep guides to the NHL, NBA, and World Cup. The best bet in the game, 99 bucks. VSIN Pro now through the Super Bowl. Sign up at vsin.com/slash subscribe. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is VSIN Prime Time, a star-studded show just keeps on rolling as we bring on our weekly guest from MTV's The Challenge. Also, check out the podcast uh, with Devin Walker via Vegas Insider. Bet on Devin. There's the man. And uh, I believe Sean three and oh three and oh even came up with a name for his parlay called it the Green Team Parlay <laughs> two lane minus twelve <laughs> Jets plus nine Jets never in doubt one outright two lane had me on the edge of my seat but ultimately pulled away and covered also liked his Patriots uh, actually put in a ticket I think for Bailey Zappi for NFL MVP <laughs> and Zappi went out and threw for 309 and three so welcome to the show Mr. Walker oh it's excellent to be here gentlemen uh, I appreciate you guys having me back yeah every every dog has his week I suppose but we're trying to roll that into this week and I feel really good about some picks so I'm excited to uh, keep this thing going and see if we can't break the book all right, let's uh, let's keep it rolling. Well, dogs were barking in college football last weekend, uh, and I know you got something uh, intriguing. You, you're a Florida State fan, so you know the ACC pretty well. Uh, we got a Thursday night showdown in Atlanta. Georgia Tech is hosting Virginia. Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe we've got a, a gold theme to this money line parlay that you're putting together here uh, with uh, with Georgia Tech and then the Knights of UCF. Yeah, wow. I didn't even think of that. Uh, I do like a color theme parlay, so we'll go gold here. Uh, It's a no-doubter for me with Georgia Tech. I I am just, I don't know where this line is coming from, unless there's uh, some sort of injury report that I'm unaware of. I I feel like Georgia Tech should win this game handily. 
Um, I feel the same about UCF. ECU just is not a team that I think can handle uh, with these guys. They are very solid on both ends of the ball. So it would be fine if someone wants to uh, to dance a little harder, you know, release their inhibitions, feel the rain on their skin, and go, uh, you know, lay the points with both of these teams. But it'll be just fine for me to take the money line with both of them uh, and just tie that together, go Georgia Tech money line, go UCF money line, and just expect the better teams to win here. Uh, tickets going to come in at about plus 150. There's nothing wrong with that, gentlemen. No, not at all. I, I, is, can Jeff Collins be that bad? <laughs> Maybe. I, I mean, I, we're I, fixing to find out. Can he be that bad? Like, I mean, he's got to be somewhere pulling his hair out. Like, yeah. they've looked like a completely different program under who is Brent? Uh, what's Brent's last name? An interim head coach there. He actually. I don't even know. Yeah, he actually he played at Georgia Tech. Um, if I'm not mistaken, mm. he's the off- Brent Brent Key. Key. He's the offensive line coach there. He was actually with George O'Leary, I think, at UCF. Um, <laughs> is, is Jeff that bad? Apparently. Jeez. Yeah, there's, uh, they seem to be playing inspired football. And, and again, like Virginia, um, I forget what the, exact, uh, what the exact stat is, but I think they're 0-5 against the spread in their last five. Uh, it's something like that. So... Uh, they're they're just not a great football team, and and for them to be able to show up and play with this again inspired Georgia Tech team in Georgia Tech, uh, three makes no sense to me. So if you're gonna give me a money line anywhere around 150, uh, minus 150, I'm gonna take that. So uh, you know I pair them with a UCF team that that does seem to be dominant on both sides of the ball, and yeah, whether it's coaching or players or whatever it is, these these two lines didn't make sense. I'm putting them together and. I'm rolling the dice. I'm starting to uh, put Dabble in the same category as Belichick. Like him as a head yeah. coach, stay as far away from their assistance as possible. <laughs> I mean, Venables has messed up Oklahoma somehow. Tony Elliott inherited a returning quarterback and a great Virginia offense. Now they stink. And Jeff Scott's like 4-23 and in his first 27 games. <laughs> Well, actually, and, and Devin, speaking of that, your your Knowles uh, unfortunately don't get there, but you mentioned, you know, add a couple points last week and throw them in a teaser. So that ultimately did come home. But I'm curious your expectations. It's not, I don't think, a play of yours, but I'm curious to to talk it out right now. We've got Clemson taking on Syracuse. Clemson's laying a big old number against the Cuse, 13 and a half right now. You watched that game, I'm sure, last week with your Knowles at Clemson. Clemson's defensive line coach called out his D-line after, I think, like 20-some-odd missed tackles. What are your expectations from the Tigers this weekend against Syracuse? Uh, I hate that number. I think they'll win the game. Um, I don't think they'll run the table. I don't think that we're going to see Clemson in the uh, college playoff, which means they are going to lose one of these games coming up. Syracuse could be the team, but I'll be on upset alert. I don't love Syracuse this week to to be the spoiler, um, but they're they're to me they're not a they're a complete football team. And when you look at the top, you know, echelon of college football, these teams finish games. With the exception of Alabama in an absolute shootout against Tennessee, we're starting to see the better teams pull away. And Clemson doesn't quite have that it factor for me. So when you look at the future odds, you see Clemson at, I think, plus 1,200 um, to win the national. And then uh, you've got Michigan behind them at plus 1,600. So if I'm trying to take a long shot bet, I'm taking Michigan on on that all day. Um, I, I like their team better. I think that uh, down the stretch here in close games, we're going to see the undisciplined 
tendencies of Clemson start to come out a little bit more. Those mistakes are going to start to add up. And, you know, FSU didn't win the game, but they came back. They made it close. Um, and you can't you need to bury teams in college football if you want to win a national championship. That's just the you have to have the killer instinct. I don't see Clemson having it. So I think they'll beat Syracuse. I don't think they'll cover. Um, but I would look for them to be upset here at some point in the next few weeks. I could not agree with you more. I've been trying to put a loss on Clemson since week one. I can't find I'm one. looking at this <laughs> schedule, Devin. I can't find it. They will be the worst college football playoff participant in the last decade if they go undefeated and get in. Yeah, I can see. So where, where it looks like a potential loss to me is that three-game stretch right after this where they go uh, Notre Dame, uh, Louisville, and Miami. So I do Carolina out because South Carolina just doesn't have the type of they don't play the type of football that can upset a big team like that. Um, the other three do for me. Uh, they all have at least one guy who, if he goes lights out, could win a game for you. So um, I see that three game stretch right there that I'm going to be highlighting, and I, I probably will uh, take Clemson to lose one of those games. I'm just not sure which one yet. As the scheduling gods would have it, they get a bye before Notre Dame. Yeah. Hopefully it's, very, yeah. hopefully it's bitterly cold. Jeez. That's what I hope for. Please lose. Right. At MTV, Devin Walker's where you can find him on the new season of The Challenge, yeah, uh, by man. the way. Off to uh, a Tuesdays great on MTV. And check out the podcast, Bet on Devin, Vegas Insider. All right, let's jump to the NFL. Take us wherever you want to go, Devin, because you gave us some winners last week. What week seven jumps out to you on the NFL card? Yeah, this is interesting because, uh, you know, when you're hot, super hot. Right. Like I was. Yes, you were to cool off a little bit, but I'm not going to go crazy. I'm going to take a little two team teaser here. All right. If you're going to keep giving me points with the New York Giants and the Seattle Seahawks, I'm going to keep taking. I'm sorry. It's just what I'm going to do. I see New York getting uh, three, three and a half on some books in Jacksonville. Jacksonville looks like the old Jacksonville. Jacksonville does not look like the team of the first three games of this season. They look like the team of the last three. Uh, the Giants are surging. This head coach is electric. I mean, he's got his guys running through brick walls. And I, and I feel the same way about Geno Smith and Pete Carroll. Uh, if you want to keep giving me points, you can get them up to 12 and a half in a teaser. I'm going to take that all day. Give me a two-team teaser, right? little underdog flavor here. The Giants and the Seahawks, both around double digits. I absolutely love that play. It's not as juicy as what I had for you last week, but... A winner's a winner. Um, if you want to throw the Jets in there, I like the Jets as well. What about you're going to keep Devin? What about let me, let me let me throw it in there real quick before we let you run Monday Night Football? Your Patriots eight point mm. favorite. That's a prime teaser spot. Get them down to two. Oh, I don't I don't like the reaction though. I I don't I don't know. I don't feel confident start. in that reaction. I don't know who they're going to start. He's if too zappy. If they don't roll with the tight tuck, if they don't roll with my man <laughs> Bailey Zappi, the tightest tucked jersey in all of the NFL, <laughs> and I don't know if I, I don't know if I can back my guys. I really don't. The tight so I don't, tuck. I, hey, you know he learned how to put his jersey on back at a uh, Houston, Houston, Houston Baptist, Baptist Presbyterian <laughs> Incarnate Word. Where he played. <laughs> no, nobody is getting a holding call on Bailey Zappi. I'll tell you that. It's not just because he doesn't wear play quarterback. You can't get a hold of that thing. It is a part of him. Check uh, him out. So I don't, we'll see. Bet Great on stuff, Devin, the podcast, stuff. and watch him on MTV's The Challenge at MTV Devin Walker. Always a pleasure, sir. Let's get that cash this week. 
Hell yeah, boys. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. There he is, Devin Walker from MTV. Much more to come here on V-SIN's Prime Time. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is v Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on v the sports betting network. 
of Sportsbooks unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Reward Points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards, eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Bottom seven in San Diego. The Padres leading 7-4 to four over the Philadelphia Phillies. That game prior to first pitch tonight, Sean, was a total of seven. Juice to the under, so cool plus money Victory there if you went that route is Manny Machado just hit the ever-living daylights out of a baseball. Oh, it only went to the first row. It is. Uh, no, no <laughs> that went past the first row. <laughs> I wonder if Derek and, and crew were at the game. Uh, no, Derek's right there. Okay, they didn't go. Yeah. I don't know what game they're waiting to uh, to go to. Maybe next week when it's uh, if there's yeah. a game six that or seven. That atmosphere looks crazy. Yeah. Day game today. I've never been to that ballpark. Neither have I. It looks phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, but uh, Manny Machado, 424-foot home run just now. 8-4. to four. The Padres went over the total by themselves in this game. And, by the way, they were down 4 to nothing. So these are all unanswered runs by the San Diego Padres. Just play the over. We are uh, underway in Houston, game one of the ALCS. And the Yankees and Astros, this one scoreless, top one. Two outs, man on first, and John. Uh, I believe it's uh, John Carlos Stanton up at the plate. This game closed, uh, depending on where you look, around minus one eighty ish in favor of the Houston Astros, and uh, the total of seven, juiced to the under there in that one. And we've got college football underway down in uh, Boone, North Carolina, Georgia State, and yeah, App State. Yeah, it looks like he's right on it. He liked the under. Um, what, what was the total? Uh, close 61, I believe. 61? Uh, zero, zero game. Looks like... Uh, <laughs> he looks like he's right on it. They've had one possession. No, no, no. Uh, App State's already had the ball. I know. Yeah, this is Georgia State's second possession. Yeah. Before we start cashing well, and just, mushing... Can, can you stop mushing people? I can get a feel early in the game for how the game flow is. Oh, sweet Jesus. I mean, Georgia State just broke off a 25-yard look at that run. guy, man. Look at that guy, man. He should be in production here on primetime. Yeah, out there. Come on, man. No shot they get over the over, oh. over the total. What, just, are, what are you doing? I'm looking at the game. What are you doing? I'm seriously. I, I want to dispel what are you doing? this ridiculous notion that someone who's not involved with a specific wager can mush it. You can't. Can you just it's okay. It's an under game. You've great, great, great side, great decision by you, Britain Meager. Just saying, there's no way this game goes over the total. I could just look. I know the flow of a game. I mean, do you? 
Just go with it. Just go with it. Why? What? what what's wrong with you? Because your ticket's going to cash. What is wrong with your you? Your ticket is going to cash. I despise every inch of you, every point of your body. I just it it, it drives me crazy. Everything about you. <laughs> Unbelievable. What I have to deal with on a daily <sighs> basis. Put Baylor in his pre in his top four. Even though I gave him all the reasons not to, you know, now they're unranked, and uh, Georgia State just scores a touchdown on their first drive of the game. Second. Nope, that was their first. No, this is the second. Georgia State. Second? Yeah, it's their second. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Their man, App State, have already had a possession. Are you sure about Positive. that? Positive. You're good. I would have took Georgia State plus the points, but you're good. I'm just t- you're fine. Don't worry about it. That was Georgia State's first possession. 10 plays, 75 yards, touchdown. Well, good then. If they're going to take 10 plays to score, that's good. That's an underpace. You're unbelievable. I should have taken Georgia State, though. That's the way I should Yeah, that's what I mentioned. But I like the under, too. That's what I mentioned. You had no idea this game was even on today. I didn't. And I told you, hey, the market's I knew the game was on, by the way. Yeah, okay. I did. I'm sure you did. All right. Why are you backing Mississippi State? as a square dog this weekend against Alabama. I think this is a t- – I'm surprised that you didn't have this game because you always like to do like these elaborate, very well put together letdown spots. I don't think it's a letdown spot. I do. I don't. I do for Bama. I do. I think a lot went into that Tennessee game. I think Saban had very clearly expressed the level of talent that now exists in Knoxville. And I – you got Mississippi State, oh, born Mississippi State and Mike Leach coming in. They just got Molly Watt by Kentucky. I just, I, I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm saying three touchdowns is a lot. What do you think practice was like this week in Tuscaloosa after that loss? You think it was picking daisies? Did you hear Bill Belichick? He sounds like he's on scorched earth. Last seven games. You mean Nick Saban? Yeah, Saban. Mm-hmm. Might as well be the same. Last seven games off a loss for Alabama, 7-0 and ATS. I know. I'm you, just saying. You know what, all right, let me ask you a question. Last two times Alabama has played Mississippi State, do you know what the score was combined? I do not. 90-9. to nine. And what was the last five margins of victory of Alabama-Tennessee before this past Saturday? All right, go ahead. I'm not, and I don't need Mississippi State to win outright. Go ahead. All and play I'm it. saying is, is some of the things that I've been kind of I know you've, you've chirping been. about for weeks now about Alabama really showed up. And without that guy at quarterback, Bama loses that game by three touchdowns. But like, that guy at quarterback still exists. He is. He is. But I think their flaws make it difficult for them to win games by margin if the other team is competent. And I do think Mike Leach. And Mississippi State are competent. I don't think they're elite. I think they're very inconsistent. But I do think they find a way to make this a fourth-quarter game. Hey, Texas A&M made it a fourth-quarter game. Now, granted, Milrow yeah, was, like was playing Young quarterback. Playing in right, I know. I'm just saying. 128-16 to 16 is the score between Mississippi State and Alabama the last three times they've played. You've been warned. That's all I'll say. I know you don't think this Alabama team is very good. I would say they're not vintage Alabama. I think that's fair. 
But I think this is they've got another thing coming for Mississippi State. We'll see. Mississippi State didn't do anything to them people. To who? To Bama. Tennessee did it to Bama, not Mississippi State. What? <laughs> you go ahead. You take those points, and maybe you'll be right. Hey. Maybe you'll be right. I'm taking it's, the points. It's possible. I'm taking. I, I think Alabama wins. I'm just telling you, I don't think this Alabama team is good enough on defense. They don't have a great pass rush. They don't play the deep ball well. Just, you know, I think Mississippi State's going to be able to score points. All right. Good luck. I wish you luck. Thank you. I think Do you Al- mean that? Uh, I think Alabama wins 49-7. to I think this is I'll a- take 42 points. No. Is it garbage? No, stop. Well, then you said it. Don't scoff at somebody who asked, did you really mean what you said? You said it. You could have said 47 20 or something. You said 49 7. Cigar bet? No. Why would I take. Give anything? me 21 and a half. No. That's not available. 20, 21 is. Okay. So why would I give you an extra hook? That's just dumb. So that way we can't push. I don't care. If you are so confident in Mississippi State, then lay the 20 or take the 21. But you're a chicken. So that's okay. Do you think Syracuse is good enough to hang with Clemson on Saturday? It depends. <laughs> Thank you. Great analysis. It depends, man. You know what I'm about to say. What are you going to say? You know what I'm about to say. I, I don't. I told you during the Virginia game, they can't win an ACC championship with, what is it, Schrader at quarterback. Like, he's just, I've been around kids like him before. You know what they can't win a championship with? Their roster. All right, I'm going to give you Bama minus 21. I'm taking Mississippi State plus 21. All right, fine. And I'm just telling you. He, Maybe you're right. And I, if he plays like to his, his, the top of his abilities, NC State's got a chance to win. Mississippi State? I mean, no, I'm talking about NC. I mean, talking about uh, Syracuse. No chance. Yes. No chance. All right, I'll take. Mississippi State can't win, but they do cover the 21. I'll take uh, I'll take Clemson minus 13 and a half. You take Syracuse. Nah. Yeah. Chicken. Nope. prime time. Nope. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts what's up everybody this is stephen a smith host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.